Good morning, good morning everyone. I hope everyone is having a great and wonderful morning. Uh, today I want to talk about Proverbs chapter 7. Um, this chapter uh, to me <clears throat> really kind of just um, has taught me how to be aware of certain people. How to be aware of certain characters. And um, I'm going to start off with reading um, chapter 7, verse 1 through 5, which says, My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live, and my law as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call your understanding your nearest kin, that they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. I think in this verse, God is really telling us, like, before he tells us, you know, to beware of this type of person, he reminds us, like, please, son, please, daughter, keep my words, treasure my commands, like put them in your hands. So everything that you touch, everything that you, um, everything that you see, allow it to be the apple of your eye, bind them to your fingers, write them on your heart. So you do not forget them. Like he's really like telling us like step by step what he needs us to do because he knows that this immoral woman, this seductress, that flatters with their words has the power to throw us off our game if we are not connected with God. So he's trying to get us ready, like connect with me. You know, everything that you touch, everything that you see, everything that you say, everything that you feel like, remember my words. Remember what um, what it is that I, the law that I have given you. Do not let it go. And then he goes on to talk about um, the harlot, the crafty harlot, which um, when I kind of looked up like the definition of what the crafty harlot meant, it said the tricky prostitute. And I think we've all came across a person who is... um, I don't want to say necessarily a prostitute, but a like a womanizer or in a girl version. Um, I don't want to say the word that a lot of people use, but just, you know, like overly friendly. <laughs> We've all met a person like that. And that is something we always have to be aware, especially if you're in the dating scene. Beware, beware of the person that always wants to be seen. Because there is people out there that love attention from people around them. And, um, excuse me, um, I think that it is very important that when you see someone who wants attention from other people, aside from the attention you're already giving them, that is the biggest red flag that you can ever, ever need. Walk away. Walk away. Um, If you are married to somebody who has these characteristics, 
I'm going to have to tell you to get into deep prayer for that person. Because there's nothing that God can change. There's, you know, God, God has the power to do anything. So if you are with a person who is very flirtatious, who has a personality who always wants to be seen by other people, always wants to be the spotlight, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with being that way, but there's a time and a place. Like if you are just with them and they're always like that, especially if they're like this around when other men come around, when other men come around and they get super chatty and flirtatious, beware. And it's the same with a, with a man. Women, if you are around a man who is constantly super extra happy because another woman came around, beware. Um, it is so important that, like how God said, we need to keep his words, treasure his commands, because if we put ourselves in situations where we're like, no, I got this. Okay, I see this red flag, but I got it. Do you really? Sometimes I feel like God is like, this is why I, I, I ask you to seek me. This is why I ask you to come to me before you make every decision. Because if you do these things, I will show you how this is not a good choice. And I will point out the things that you need to be aware of, not just for this person, but for the next one or whoever. And also, I think he does this for ourselves because there might be some times where we want attention. Who's, who doesn't, right? Especially if your spouse isn't giving it to you. You might be around a certain someone and you might want to be that flirtatious person. Beware of that. Although you might want attention from somebody, come to God and say, God, I was around um, this certain person and I just felt so happy. I felt so, you know, whatever it is that you felt, butterflies, God, but it doesn't feel right. So I ask that you please take this feeling. If it is something that is in your plans for me to be with this person in the later future, then let it be. But for now, it just doesn't feel right please help me with this feeling if you know and God will clarify things for us God and then the next time you come around this person you probably won't feel this again but you need to come to him in prayer if you don't seek him with everything that you think everything that you do and everything that you say you will most likely fail and sometimes I know I used to be like well God like Sometimes I'm in the middle of a conversation where I I want to go and ask you the question, but like I have a lot of questions. I, if I do that, I'm going to be stopping conversations like every 20 minutes because I have questions. And some, you know, God had revealed to me, like, I kind of need you to hush your mouth then. Don't speak. If you need to seek me, it's okay to tell somebody, hey, um, I'm feeling some type of way about this conversation. I kind of need to, you know, just pull away from it. Or however it is that you're feeling, like never feel embarrassed to tell somebody, hey, um, you know, um, I know you need me to make a decision right now, but can you please give me 24 hours? You don't have to tell them why. But if they do ask, <laughs> I need a counsel. I need to talk to my dad. 
I need to go and, you know, seek my Lord. I need to talk to my father. Like, I cannot make any decisions without just because you have a timeline. Like, I need to make sure that I, you know, seek my God. I need to get counsel from my father. So you're going to have to wait on that response. God wants us to put this in practice. And I, I know me, it was so hard for me to do that. Like, I used to be like, um, God, should I do this thing? People are going to this event. It sounds like fun. Should I go? And I'm like, okay, well, you asked me to ask you in prayer. So I'm going to go ahead and close my eyes real fast. And, and then I would go ahead and pray. And then... <clears throat> Not even five minutes after, I would make my decision because I prayed. That's not how it works. God teaches us patience. Go ahead and pray on it. But if it's not, I'm not going to say God takes forever to answer. But I feel like you can tell when you are rushing things. Because I know I used to feel it. Like I used to come to God and pray and say, okay, well, I prayed about it and I still feel like I need to do this. So maybe, maybe God wants me to do it. And it was like, mm, does he, or are you trying to convince yourself? So sometimes I had to like, oh, it kind of sounds like I'm trying to convince myself. And I don't think that's, that's kind of God telling me I should do it. So I would kind of go back and forth within myself and then kind of, postpone on giving an answer and then come to God in prayer like when I was in my deep prayers and be like God I really want to do this but I felt like if I answered I thought I was hearing from you I don't know if I am or not please help me get some like some clarity and then God would he would let me know what it is that um, I needed to do so yeah, I think this chapter 1 through 5, he gives us great tips. He tells us how to maintain in character, how to keep our his words and treasure his commands before we come face to face with this immoral person. So again, um, Proverbs 7, 25 through 27, which is the crafty harlot, again, the tricky prostitute. So it says, do not stray into her paths, for she has cast down many wounded. And all who were slain by her were strong men. Her house is the way to hell, descending to the chambers of death. And again, this goes for men and women. I mean, I know because I'm a woman, I can say how many men I have seen that you know have misleaded or just played with women's hearts and you know kind of hurt them and wounded them in the process and I think it's the same thing with men like I'm sorry with women like there's been so many women that have hurt strong men and I think God is telling us right here like do not stray into her paths for she has cast down many wounded so many people that have been broken hearted 
simply because they did not listen to the very first commands that God um, wanted us to keep. These commands that God was reminding this person of in this beginning of the chapter. He's kind of like, I just need you to keep my word. Hold on. Say to wisdom, you are my sister and call your understanding your nearest kin. Listen to yourself, basically, because if not, you will come to face with this immoral woman. And this immoral woman has wounded many and has slain a lot of strong men that has leaded them to hell to the chambers of death like I think it's the same with with men and women there's we sometimes put ourselves in situations where we know better but we don't do better and now we're in a situation where we have you know failed and have caused someone or, or a person has has caused us to fall. And either you get up from that fall and you seek God. Or you will basically go to hell. And like, the, that's just kind of how I see it. Like, God is telling, like, as for example, I know, you know, I have been in situations where I have misleaded men in my younger days when... I just was looking for a feeling so I would have relationships with men because I was missing something within myself. I didn't have that self-love that I needed. I didn't validate myself and I was seeking that from men. So as soon as a man would give me that validation, that, that feeling of love that I wanted, I would go ahead and leave them there and go ahead and go to the next one. And it's just more of like I was seeking this feeling for myself, which I could have just easily came to God and found it there. But I didn't really see it that way. I kind of was more on my my way or the highway. So I'm pretty sure... Along the way, I heard a lot of men and probably caused them to just, you know, hurt. in the process of hurting them, caused them to hurt others. You know, just like they say, oh, hurt people, hurt people. I feel like it's the same thing, you know, when we get hurt by men. Maybe they have been in situations where they were hurt before by someone else. And now they're on a high guard. So when they come and talk to you, when they come and seek something from you, it's only what they can get. Because this is how they are used to maintaining their security, their safety. And this is just like a chain reaction that every man and every woman does. So if you come across somebody that is currently doing this chain, stay away from them. You are smarter. You are wiser now. You have understanding from God. You have wisdom that he has provided us with to stir away from this type of situations. Like I get it. We, we probably did this when we were 18, 19, in our 20s. 
but I don't know if you still are in that age gap. I'm no longer in that age gap. So I, I can't, I can't even act like I don't know what it is that I'm doing anymore. Like I am very aware of when I was, you know, going from men to men. I am aware now of what I was seeking before I didn't. I kind of was just like, well, you know, no man is faithful. Why should I be? Instead of now, I'm more of like, that's not okay. Like, I don't know how I ever saw that okay. I needed something. So I was just taking it from men, not knowing that in the process I was hurting them. And it's just so mind blowing sometimes when you put it that way. Like, all because I was seeking something, I hurt someone else. That is greed at its finest. But back then, I would have never been able to see it that way. And the only way I'm able to see it that way now is because God has given me the wisdom. And we all get this wisdom. And we don't fully tap into it until we spend time with our Father. And, um, yet it's, it's, it's kind of scary to sometimes think maybe some of the, the situations or the things that I did to some people, did any of these things ever cause this person to hurt more people? Did it ever actually cause them to like lose themselves and not seek you father? Did they ever get lost and, you know, straight to hell? I don't these are things sometimes I think about and I can just ask God to help me help me help the people that I've heard along the way father when I didn't know what I was doing you know and I think this is why it's it's very helpful that we become aware of it we ask God for forgiveness and we ask God to help us understand the way we have hurt other people something I say like when I talk to people and I kind of tell them my experience because sometimes it can seem to people like, hey, you're, are you judging me? And it's like, no, I'm not judging you. I'm, I'm making you aware of something because I've had to look in the same mirror. So when I'm telling you, when I'm giving you advice, I'm giving you advice from a mirror I've had to look at already. And um, sometimes I think when we're talking to certain people, sometimes that needs to be explained because... Sometimes we get in our feelings when we don't understand things, when we can't make sense of something. So if it, if it can help someone by you explaining a little more of how you feel or the reasoning of why you do things, then by all means do it. But before you do, come to God, come to God and ask God like, hey, I've been doing certain things. There's certain behaviors that I have. Like, are these correct? Like, am I in the right? I am. In, am I in the wrong? Please let me know. Because I, if I'm wrong, I want to know. And I want to be able to change it. So, yeah, that was chapter seven, you guys. Um, I will be back here tomorrow morning. Thank you guys for for listening. Um, Hope you guys have a great and wonderful day. I will see you guys tomorrow. Bye.